Oh, yes. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Every sport is playing. Hit the hype horn. Let's get it on. Backdoor cover. Um, I didn't time that uh, the beat drop there well. What's good, fam? It's Micah. It's Brad. What's up, Micah? It's backdoor cover. Was that Hello, an Brad. How are you? That was a, uh, yeah, I wasn't sure where we were going with that, but I'm here. What's up? Uh, people know you're here. It me. What a treat. What a treat it is to be here. Do you ever try to fire uh, off fr- multiple, uh, whatever, frat horns? It's it's difficult uh, to get it to go. Anyways, that's what I was going for man. there. Yeah. But you did great. It. You did great. Thanks, Brad. Uh, basketball is happening right now as we speak. Brad and I are recording this at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, Friday afternoon. We're trying to get you a little mini pod going here to send you into the weekend. Uh, if you've been paying attention this week, Brad and I, when did we record? Did we go Monday? We I, This is our third podcast because we also did our, we did that Wednesday. Maybe it's our fourth. We went, I, think we did I one know Sunday. we did Wednesday, Thursday, and then today. So we've done three in a row, three days in a row. So what's up? That's right. So if you want to hear about baseball exclusively, go listen to Titan High. If you want to hear Brad and I uh, ramble about what was happening earlier in the week, that may not be as good anymore. That was Wednesday. It'll and here we good. are, Friday. Um, there's only a few things to talk about, but they are they are really happening. There's like a million sports games today. The best things to talk about. This is the best stuff we've, we've had to talk about in a long time. The, yeah, the Orlando Magic and the Brooklyn Nets are currently in the first quarter, three minutes left. Yeah, so. there, there are six NBA games today. There's WNBA games. I believe hockey is underway. There is baseball scheduled, although let's see if any of that happens. Let's start, though, with the NBA games last night. I want to talk about your takeaways. Uh, I'll also, before we start doing that, let's uh, hype our hotline. 800-392-6344, 800-392-6344. Call that hotline. Let's hear about how things are going in your quarantine hell as hoops and the rest of sports are happening. Uh, the headline is is obviously the Lakers uh, over the Clippers in a possible Western Conference Finals uh, preview. Uh, Two-point game last night. I don't know why I don't have the score here on ESPN. They're, they're not quite up to speed yet. 103-101. Uh, LeBron hits the game winner with, a, I think, about 16 seconds left. Um, the other game last night was Utah 106, New Orleans 104. Mm-hmm. Let's start with that one, and then we'll go back to, Le- to LeBron. Yeah, chronological. Uh, Utah Utah defeats uh, New Orleans uh, by two. Zion Williamson on a hard minutes restric- restriction. Only he, I think he was six from eight from the what field, happened but only there, played though? 15 minutes. I thought minutes. he had to quarantine for four days. What, what, did I miss I, something? Yeah, no, yeah, he he did, but that was that was like ten oh, days ago. Oh, see, I thought he hadn't he gotten on back a, yet, and they were waiting on it, so they weren't sure when he would be back. But it sounds like he no, got they back had him on previously. a hard, on a hard uh, fifteen minute time restriction. Restriction. I can't talk. It seems incredibly foolish to me that he can't play the end of the game. You can't put him back in when they have the ball with six seconds left mm-hmm. and let him be a decoy. It just it just seems asinine. And and New Orleans needed that game last night. They need every win they can get, although their schedule is a little bit easier down the stretch. They are very much in need of uh, competition there for the 8 or 9 seed. Um, Utah holds on. The game was a little bit sloppy, but it was basketball. It looked like basketball. That was great. The, let's hear about, Brad, give me your thoughts watching the game on the, the atmosphere, on the presentation. Yeah. What, what, what did you take away? I, so my first takeaway was I haven't watched a lot of Brandon Ingram when he was playing with the Lakers and B 
before he got with the uh, with the Pelicans. I just hadn't seen him many times. I think he kind of resembles uh, Post Malone, but that's that's for another day. He looked really good, man. He's got a handle and he's got a stroke, and he looks like he's kind of come into form here. So I hadn't seen enough of him to really know what to, to form an to form an informed decision. It's hard to say that to come up with an informed decision. But yeah, I thought he came out looking really, really good. On the Jazz side, I was interested in seeing if Rudy Gobert and uh, Donovan Mitchell would clash. I know that they were angered at each other because uh, Rudy gave Donovan uh, the vid, the COVID. So I thought that could, who knows how that would actually play out. Um, I don't know. J- those are just kind of some general thoughts that floated through What'd my you mind. Think of, what did you think of the game inside the bubble? I thought it was awesome. Play, it kind of looks like an arcade. There's times when they were doing like video game commercials, like in in between the games, and I it almost looked the same as the people playing in the games because they have like those uh, artificial thing, like holograms on the wall or whatever you want to call it. Like the the crowd is whatever computer generated. Um, it was interesting, and I really thought that the show of solidarity to open the games up and everybody kneeling and uh, you know making a statement was good. I thought that the court presence in the Black Lives Matter in the center of the court was great. I think that the NBA is embracing being the platform that the players can use and, you know, fighting off the fears that that maybe that this would take away, be a detractor from Black Lives Matter. I think that they've, after one night, have shown that they're dedicated to not letting that happen. So, yeah, those are kind of my my high-level thoughts. Where were you at? Uh, yeah, I enjoyed the presentation. I didn't miss the fans for the most part until the very end. Both games came down to basically a final shot. And New Orleans had a, sh- a three-pointer with a chance to win the game last night. And basically, his time expired in the last three seconds or whatever. And it just, there was that was the only time that I felt the missing crowd. Did you hear, did your prod- uh, broadcast presentation have crowd noise piped in? I don't. I don't Mine know. did, and I was well, I was streaming it on my iPad. I mean, That's I why I was curious did. because, yeah. like, when LeBron put it back, uh, when he missed like his approach, and then he got his rebound, put it back up, and basically sealed the game for the Lakers, or at least put them up, and then they defended whatever. There was definitely yeah, I, piped in crowd noise there. I mean, there was some noise. It it didn't strike me as being a home court advantage, or you no. know, like I don't think there was it noise struck inside me as the being building. Corny. And it was just kind of white noise, which was fine. It didn't bother me. I didn't feel strongly about it one way or the other. It was just the only time like it was weird not having a crowd was that final game-winning shot where no uh, matter the New Orleans game? home, yeah, home or away, you're going to see both the, the entire crowd stand on their feet. There's going to be yelling. There's going to be excitement. There's going to be joy. And then the game ended, and it was like, okay, well, that's it. And it was sort of like that at the end of the Lakers game, like, LeBron hits that shot. If that happens in Staples Center, which it would have because it was the, against the Clippers, yeah. like that place is going fucking bananas. He's he's doing his celebration. There's Lakers girls on the court. Like that was the only time that I was. Uh, it, it happened in both games, but right at the end, where you're like, oh, yeah, this is this is a game in a in a weird empty gym somewhere. On my on my World. broadcast, it like they started piping in uh, the crowd cheering and then it like they kind of like spiked it up as LeBron kind of ran back to half court after he hit the shot. And I was like this sounds just weird. Like it sounded bizarre, but yeah, I wasn't sure cuz I was like I said I was watching it on the iPad. The other thing I noticed uh LeBron really kind of embraced that that stopper defensive role that he has the ability to do but rarely does. Like he was guarding the ball on the last possession there for uh, the Clippers, and I thought he was 
he was really, really, really good on the defensive end there when he yeah. when he locked down. A couple. Uh, I'll go back to the other to the Utah game quickly. Uh, I thought it was sort of poetic or weird or whatever that mm-hmm. uh, the Stifle Tower uh, is the guy who ended up making the game-winning free throws to, to ice the game or to you know go ahead by two after basically that game, the first time it was played, was all about uh, his COVID uh, diagnosis. You know, So it's kind of crazy that that's, that's the way that this came back. Uh, on the Lakers, as far as, as this matchup moving forward, I'd say the Clippers missed Lou Williams, who is uh, on uh, chicken wing suspension at the moment. Definitely. Uh, he could have made a difference. I also think Anthony Davis is a problem. Uh, the Clippers have great wing defenders. L- you know, Kawhi and Paul George are, are just about perfect if you want to drop a guy to guard LeBron. And so LeBron is going to get his, but it's going to be difficult if we're looking at a seven-game series between these teams. He he is going to be... It's going to be incredibly difficult for him to get... He's going to have to work really hard to get what he gets. Uh, on the other end of the court, though, Anthony Davis, or on the same end of the court anyway, Anthony Davis, has there is no answer with the Clippers. Uh, and that's going to be a problem. Well, and they've got... Marcus Morris is a good defender. And t- Marcus inside. Morris is fucking trash, Brad. Don't even start with Marcus Morris. <laughs> what He's about Joakim Noah? Garbage. The corpse of Joakim Noah. Joakim Noah apparently was minus 10 uh, last night and, and plus minus. No, they're in big trouble, and and, and they, they can't go trade for anybody. I think it's anybody. more of a statement about how good AD is than it is about the lack of defensive Oh, there's, there's no doubt on, about that. On the, the Clippers, because the Clippers can go big. They got Jermichael Green, too. He's really good. Not obviously, no one's as good as, as AD in the in the inside. They've got no they've got no answer for AD. But yeah, he was and, a beast. I also was surprised how many minutes LeBron those did, guys played. Yeah, they really did. They, I mean, that looked like a pretty, you know, they came out to to either make a statement or to to really get the the kinks out. And uh, so yeah, it, it, I would say wildly entertaining games of basketball last night, even though a little sloppy, but fun. I didn't did you, miss the crowd. Did you see I liked the, uh, it. I'm excited. There's six games on right, you know, including a game right now. Like this is this is good. This it's is back. great. This is so fun. Did you see the interview of LeBron on court after the game? No. Apparently he changed shoes in every NBA quarter yet. and like every every pair of shoes that he changed into were like a different fluorescent color and they're like, "Why are you change your shoes?" And he's like, "I just couldn't get it going, so I got a new pair of shoes." Wow. I wish I could do that. That was like in the last dance where uh MJ, his last game back at the Garden, put on the Jordan 1s, and the plan was only to wear them at half for the, for the first half, and he was just bawling so hard that he wore them the whole game. Who knew shoes played such a large role in being a badass? Kind of the opposite. must be nice to just, like, have unlimited pairs of dope kicks. I mean, you never have to, like, do the Allen Iverson treatment where you just never wear something twice. You just wear it once and throw <laughs> it away. Just leave it behind. I All wish right. I could do so that with shoes, with a $150 pair of shoes every time I played. There's your hoops update. Um enjoyable i'm glad it's back i i think this is going to be fun now the question becomes is after two or three games do these teams figure out that most of them don't have anything to play for and these games kind of like just don't mean anything uh but i don't even care because we're we're really here to ramp up for the playoffs and the playoffs are going to be dope in this environment it's yeah, going to be awesome and i would just say that that was a good product last night like i enjoyed watching that thoroughly um yep and also if you if your old lady's the one who doesn't like watching basketball i highly recommend uh getting the tnt app on your uh your ipad and just Ooh, piping it that's in a good shout well yeah. you got to get the espn app for tonight's game so there's mm. there's a couple tips 
Uh, let's go to the NFL, um, just because we should always at least mention what's happening in the NFL. The news today, Antonio Brown has been given an eight-game suspension for violating personal conduct <laughs> policy. Why? Uh, he's not in the league. He's been alleged uh, two sexual assaults by multiple women. So. No, I know why he was. Now, I understand the reason for the, the sentence, but he's not in the league, so what? why would you do that until he's in the well, league? Well, he's been complaining that nobody will sign him until the league completes their investigation. Oh, this is at his behest. So, I, I mean, I think that he has to sign with a team and then sit out eight weeks. Yeah, uh, if he signs with a team before the regular season, he would be allowed to participate in preseason, although there is no preseason games. The su- suspension would take effect after the final uh, roster reduction September 5th, and he would be eligible to return after the team plays eight games. Interesting. Yeah, I the did other not headline, see that. Yeah, uh, I think it's breaking. The other headline is, Deshaun, excuse me, the Texans are, quote, working hard on an extension for Deshaun Watson. They better get that figured they out. They better be working hard on that. Uh, and they, they got extra work to do because they traded away DeAndre Hopkins. What are they doing? What are they? Uh, who knows? Uh, baseball, things are not good in baseball at the moment. Um, in addition to the Miami Marlins, basically entire team having COVID. Outbreak. Uh, there was, what is it? Let's see. I, I, the Nationals, Marlins, Blue Jays, Phillies, and Cardinals games, and Brewers. So Nationals, Marlins, Blue Jays, Phillies, Brewers, and Cardinals all games are postponed tonight because of COVID out, outbreaks in some way, shape, or form. Cardinals have had positive tests. That is uh, for but those of you But they haven't said what the, who the players are or anything? No, that's 20% of the league, though, is now not playing tonight. Yeah. So It's weird the, how they the, keep uh, using COVID as the reason they're not playing, but they're not l- releasing names of people who have it. And I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I don't know if they're whatever ethical questions there, but it seems like you would, you would let people know who the – the sick folks are and like I don't know that just seems like pertinent information well, I mean they got to report I would they not expect anything that makes sense I just don't expect baseball to ever do the right thing I believe Rob Manford to be just a fucking stooge and uh, here we are so baseball is very much in jeopardy and and more importantly for us is this this is not good for NFL oh you don't way. think you think this has some this this is related. Yeah, I, I think if you're outside of a bubble, shit's not going to work. Hmm. Did, did and, we talk and, about how the Blue Jays aren't allowed to play in Canada? So they're like playing in uh, Buffalo, like in a AAA a ballpark? Yeah. yeah. That's funny, too. But yeah, th- how well, do you the think owner this of, relates to... The owner of the Buffalo team, AAA team, died of oh, COVID. Oh, God. So I, that's right. Crazy. We did talk about it. So yeah. how do you think uh, this relates to the NFL? How is this... Well, I just think unless you're in a bubble... Applicable? I think unless you're in a bubble, I I have full confidence the NBA is going to be fine and hockey too. I mean, hockey's in a place without hockey's playing in Canada and they they don't even have outbreaks where they are. They don't even have America's where, Americans where they are. Well, that that helps. Yeah, no Americans allowed. Um, so I I feel like if you're inside of a bubble right now, the WNBA whatever, like you're going to be fine. Golf is doing fine. They're outside the bubble. Golf. Yeah, golf is fine. WGC this week in Memphis, and then what is the players next week? So we're one week out from a major. I think it's two weeks from. I think it's, it's the PGA week. Championship at. Oh, is the PGA at Haring Park? Whichever, it's one of those two though. Well, um, golf has had a couple fa- false positives. Those dudes aren't really in a bubble. They're not just like this stuff happens. I just think NFL is so fucked. Yeah. Uh, NFL is. They're probably going to find a way to to make it work in some way, but. Let's talk about somebody who's not going to make it work. Okay. College football. 
Oh, you don't think I have, so? Here, the only way college football happens this year is if we have some sort of Hail Mary and we get a, a powerful vaccine that is ready and right by, like, September. Okay. Because otherwise, there's just no way. Here, Let me tell you how dysfunctional college football is, Brad. Okay. There are five major leagues, right? The The power five. All five of them are set to start on a different date. Yeah. They all have different rules. Some of them are playing conference-only schedules. The SEC announced yesterday they're going to play a 10-game conference-only schedule, and they're going to start September 26th, so like three weeks late. Um, things are... There are five, five Power Five leagues. They're all starting on different different dates. They all have different rules. And they haven't even announced them until now, leaving the gang of five or whatever, the, the other schools, all the other schools in the country, mm-hmm. are just totally twisting in the wind. They have no fucking idea what to do until the Power Five make their decision. And these guys are so incompetent. It's just, it just shows how this the college football needs a czar or... Oh yeah, somebody How to oversee we, it's it all. It's just such it's such a weird sport. There is no other sport in American life, or probably anywhere in the world, that operates like college football. Maybe there just like NCAA, a governing body with some credibility, because the NCAA is yeah. Well, the NCAA doesn't doesn't host their championships, so they don't have any money. So it doesn't really matter what the NCAA does because the bowl system is in place. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. It's so wacky. It'd be like if the NBA, if Adam Silver was in charge during the regular season, and then the playoffs were administered by like Roger Goodell. <laughs> yeah, it's but at least like Roger Goodell is like one person instead of a, a you know the bowl championship or whatever it's called now. Um, it's Committee just bananas, yeah. and you know I, I'm not really blaming anyone in particular for this one, but it's just so fucked. And if you don't realize how fucked it is, you're fucked. When well, you I got, a, all I these got kids, news for you, buddy. There's not going to be a vaccine that's functioning by September. There's, I don't think that's even possible. They have to test it for a certain amount of time for it to even be viable. So, well, there is some testing likely. happening. I know but, that, but usually, I think it takes like six months to have reliable results. Uh, but whatever. Well, uh, who knows? That's I, I'm not. I'm not passing. We're not doctors. One way or the other. No, we are, certainly are not. But like, that's the only chance. Yeah, that's the only chance. And I will say the same thing that I said on April 1st or March 11th or whatever. Whenever they came out and said, like, you know, remember the first week or two of the pandemic, they said you don't need to be wearing a mask unless you're sick. And then I think, like, because this thing basically started, like, March 12th. March 11th is when the NBA got canceled. Yeah. And then I think sometime after that, maybe it was April, maybe it was mid, mid-March, mid they came out and said, no, everyone needs to wear a mask all the time. And I will say the same thing I said then. If Nick Saban isn't standing in a in an empty stadium with a mask on and say wear your mask or we'll be playing in an empty or we won't be playing in this empty stadium, uh-huh. and then you cut to Dabo and then you cut to Coach O and then uh, you, you think cut to marketing, they should have mar- people in SEC school. There are a lot of dumb people in the SEC footprint, Brad. <laughs> a lot of them, and they're well, the only Alabama person who's fans. regularly on television is Donald Trump, and he refuses. Yeah, and he, yeah, he doesn't tell people to wear a mask. Well, he know, recently has. He started moving towards that. But they yeah. should have just been like, wear a mask and we'll have football. If you don't wear a mask, we won't. And all of these people that complain about how it's a, it's a destruction of their liberty and all the stupid things that they say, they the power of football would overwhelm their, their personal liberty argument. I just, I don't know. I think it's not too late either. Send Cocho out there right now. 
Maybe I should uh, talk to uh, I should talk to the bosses over at the USA Today Network that uh, that I work for and say, hey, you guys should put together a marketing campaign for this and run it on your properties. This is a good idea. Well, this in, is unless, good exposure. Unless Nick Saban and I, I know Saban's put out some PSAs, but like this should be the commercial running all the time. Hmm. But I uh, agree. I know, think that's really smart. We'll actually. see. I mean, I I just think this thing is shaping up to be a massive clusterfuck. Uh, SEC. Ten game schedule sounds fun though. I mean, it probably means Mizzou's going three and seven instead of like seven and five and making a shitty bowl game. But your your marketing idea has my wheels turning. It's just such a good idea for whoever the person is that organizes that. It's it would be such good exposure, man. People would talk about that like crazy. Wear but anyways. a mask. <laughs> Wear a mask. All right, I don't have anything Nike. else, Brad. Do you yeah, want to talk about either, the man. golf real quick in Memphis this weekend? Ricky Fowler's wanna... at the top of the leaderboard. Brooks Kepka, your boy, has missed, like, I don't know how many cuts in a row. I think he's missed at least two or three the last couple of weeks, last three or four weeks. He's been struggling. He's had knee issues, but he's been hitting the ball well. He just putted like shit last week when he missed a cut. He was the top of the leaderboard. He actually was uh, leading the tournament after day one, and he is currently sitting at tied third. Uh, didn't have what a about, great di- round two, but whatever. What about your boy Bryson, who came out and said he wants to be 140 years old? I didn't hear him say that. Yeah, that's uh, the big story is that he wants to live to be between 130 and 140 years old. <laughs> he is a monster. I'm not seeing him. I'm just scrolling down the leaderboard. He's he going to have a heart attack from all the HGH he's taking. It looks all like the meals he's, he's sitting at even after shooting three over today. Three under mm. yesterday, three over today, sitting even, uh, tied 43. Bryson DeChambeau, the fat bastard. He's a monster. All right. Well, there you go, folks. We promise you 30 minutes or it's free. 21 minutes. Uh, let's get some plugs in. As always, check out Mind of Micah. You know where to find it, wherever podcasts are found. You know what it is. And uh, check out uh, Too Much Dip, the new sports podcast from Wash Media, co- co-hosted by me. The hottest collaboration on the internet. It's it's a hot collab. Too Much Dip. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, Mind of Micah. Call our hotline, 800-392-6344. Hey, Let's Micah, get out of here, Brad. Do you, do you Have think a great that weekend. I, do you think you could get me on that podcast for a guest segment sometime? I mean, anything is possible. I mean, it would take a miracle. There's, There's a lot of, level of talent going. over there. But, yeah, I'm just saying, if you ever uh, if you ever need a uh, washed-up side host, be happy to come say, hey, what's up? I love Chirp it. at me. Okay, cool. Well, that was fun, buddy. Thank you for checking in. I'd be happy to have a podcast every day if we're talking basketball. So, basketball and well, golf. There's going to be lots of hoops on. It's like, Life's good. It's like the NCAA tournament every day. So, start watching. Let's go. All right. Hit the, hit the exit music. Let's get out of here. Have a great weekend, everybody. Until next time. Mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>